Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 151 of Be With Me. Now, some of my listeners today listen with a broken body, and some may listen with a broken heart, and some may listen with broken morals, and don't we all listen in a broken world? And don't we, many of us, have broken relationships or maybe a broken church? And today, I'm going to go back to a phrase from yesterday that Paul used as he's explaining his conversion to some authorities. And he says, to this day, I have had the help that comes from God. That's our official verse today. That's from Acts chapter 26, verse 22. And we're going to explore and study that just a little bit, just more of a meditation than a study, the help that comes from God. And I have a couple of, of uh, just ideas on that. So first of all, let's look at the help that comes from God. My first thought is that help the help is for now. That is, that in heaven, for example, will we need help? I think the answer to that is no. Nobody in heaven needs help. Today is the day for help that comes from God. Today is the day of rescue. Today is the availability of this. I think heaven is going to be a time for praise and worship and appreciation, and it's going to be an awe factory. And in heaven, there won't be anybody there in need of a Savior, because everybody there will have a Savior. So our, our moment of need, if you will, is today. So the help is for, for now. Point number two is help is extended. That is, God has these infinite characteristics, but the fact that he gives them to us and that he extends his arm out to us, it just means everything to us, to have for him to have the ability, um, but not to have us participate in the extension of that. Uh, so second thing is that God, the, the amazing thing is that God extends his help. The third thing, and this is this puts this this passage in the context of Acts, is that help has a name. That is the Holy Spirit. In in John chapter sixteen verse seven, one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth: it is to your advantage that I go away. This is Jesus saying at the Last Supper. First supper, as it were, uh, that it's better for you if I, Jesus, leave the planet, which makes no sense unless you read the re- read the rest of this. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So he's talking about the the Holy Spirit, also known as the Spirit of Christ, also known as the Helper, that he's saying that. I'm going to send the Spirit to you to indwell you and help you with all these aspects of your life that you so desperately need it. And in fact, this is going to be such an activity that I'm going to give this Spirit that I'm going to send, I'm going to give it an actual name. How about this name? The name of Helper. So the, the help that comes from God has a name, and it's Helper, capital H, helper. And that help that comes 
from God is also it's a it's a it has a name and it is a person. We'll talk about that in, in a second. That this help is personal. We're getting to that. So help has other names. So I was thinking about some of the common graces. So let's just talk about your body, for example, your heartbeat, your digestive tract working, your immune system working that functions to keep the bad stuff out there, your memory that works, and aging and the failure of these systems that obviously gets our attention and our concerns. And then there's stuff in the world that he's holding the atoms together. The planet has an atmosphere and a certain temperature. And uh, then there's all the spiritual stuff that the helper helps with conviction and repentance and salvation. And obviously, next point is help is above our pay grade and and above our planet. So here's the verse that that really touched me today uh, is from Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. All right, so again, we see the Spirit associating himself with help. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. The Spirit himself intercedes. So we find ourselves uh, weak. That's why we need a helper. We find ourselves ignorant. We don't even know what to to pray for. We've already said we find ourselves in a fallen world and fallen bodies and fallen relationships and so we find uh, a situation of great need, need, but Romans eight twenty six says, but the Spirit Himself intercedes. So He doesn't send. Think about this: God's in heaven. He doesn't send some junior employee to intercede for us, even though that wouldn't be bad. That's called an angel. He sends the president of heaven. He sends the highest. This is like calling the IRS with some, you know, uh, 1040 uh, form problem. And Joe Biden calling you back and said, hey, I'm going to make this right. I'm going to, you know, find the answer to the problem. And I'm going to, you know, the, the, the president is the one that's going to intercede for you. So this this is the, the spiritual thought that that hit me today is that the help is personal. It's sourced from the person, persons of of the God of Trinity of God, one God of the Trinity. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that this is name it and claim it theology. I'm talking about this is this is something that God reveals his character and his characteristics. And I'm not saying that the answer to all your prayers is going to be yes. But the re- here's the point is the request has the attention at the highest level, the most intimate level of the Godhead is that he intercedes himself. So bringing our broken bodies and our broken hearts and our broken world, know that we have the attention of the president of heaven, of God himself, the laser beam of love from the heavenly throne. This help is personal. The spirit himself intercedes. That's what kind of helper we have. Thanks for listening.